trust that if we're faithful, that if we move and do and try and play and experiment and respect this inspiration and creativity when it comes, that there's something else in motion down the road later on that we may not understand that all things work together. I've always felt immense fear. I was born with several causes. I have always felt small. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see. And I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up, use their voice, and make an impact in this world. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host and it's my favorite time of the week where I get to sit with you for 10-15 minutes and just share with you uh, some things that are going on in my life and in my heart and what I'm working through on the journey towards building something. If you are a uh, listener of this show, you are a leader. You feel called to do greater things and sometimes you don't know what that thing is. And sometimes you think you do know what that is and it ends up being something else. And it's just such an interesting journey that we're on as leaders, as people who feel called to do big things in the world because sometimes you feel so confident. You know, you're like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Shoot, shoot, I got a plan. And then the next minute you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? I just need to be a normal person. Why can't I just be a normal person? <laughs> On Fridays, I uh, share with you my, lately I've been leaning into my spiritual journey um, of just trying to f- navigate all of this and stay course and make smart decisions, but also listen to intuition and be willing to shift and change when that's necessary. So this week, I wanted to talk to you about inspiration. And the reason this came up for me, I've been feeling so just dry lately. Like I'm just, uh, creatively bored. Like, can I say that? Like, just kind of bored. And I, I put out a lot of work into the world that you would say is creative. I mean, I, I air a show three times a week. I have another show on LinkedIn that I do, constantly putting out content and doing some interesting stuff. Like, I really enjoy it. But, you know, you can still get in a routine with that. I was out running the other morning. Side note, mornings are the best. Running is the best. I love getting out in nature. I just feel like I get all these downloads from God and actually I feel like just my mind is clear in the mornings. Anyway, I was out running and it was at the end of my run and I came home and I sat on the steps and I had just got done praying. And I use that term so loosely because when I used to pray, it used to be like, dear Jesus, like a letter, you know, like you say, dear Jesus, and then you say your letter and at the end you're like amen signed tether but it's not like that anymore it's like these random sentences that are like thrown out into the air into the universe that I hope hits God somewhere it's so messy it's just the messiest thing but whatever you want to call it praying uh, throwing up intentions into the air or whatever but just almost this desperate plea I'm like oh God please just move Lord move move on your child's behalf open some doors let some things happen and And I feel like I'm always in this desperate plea with God to, because I work so hard and I have such big dreams and I'm like, oh, what's next? What can I do? What do I need to do? And I had this idea or this thought that came to me where it was that 
instead of thinking that God needs to move on your behalf and all these external things needs to happen, sometimes him moving on your behalf are these little drops of inspiration because he knows that when he gives you this inspiration and you act on it, then then doors will open. My thought right now, what I've been contemplating this week is that maybe it's not we wait on some door, an external thing to happen. Instead, we set an atmosphere where we can listen to something, listen to those little nudges, listen to that inspiration, have the courage to take action on it. And then as a result, all that external stuff happens. And sometimes my eyes are so much on the external that I forget that that originates in the silence and that inspiration and that thought and the courage to act on it. So Let's talk about it. Let's kind of break this down a little bit more. What I've been working through this week, I've been listening to a lot of teaching and random YouTube videos. There's some really weird ones on inspiration and trying to figure out um, how I can become re-inspired and act on that inspiration. So I heard a talk from this guy named uh, Tindler Hatfield. I think I'm pronouncing that right. He was the designer for Air Jordans. For those of you who are young children, Air Jordans used to be this really cool shoe. Maybe they're still cool. I don't know. But he said that actually go out. When he's talking about inspiration, he said, actually go out into the world and do stuff. That was his advice to become inspired. Actually go out into the world and do stuff. So to me, that was he was saying set an atmosphere to become inspired. And I think that's where I've been getting tripped up is I work so much. I produce so much stuff that I sit at a computer more hours than I want to admit. And I'm in a room alone and it's the same thing every single day. And I'm not actually physically going into the world and doing stuff out in the world. I'm doing stuff here in this office, but going out and... I don't know, playing soccer with a kid in a field. You know, I watched a movie, what was it, Walter Mitty? Did you see that, where he goes out and he plays soccer with these kids in a field? That's just the picture I just had. I don't know, it kind of sounds creepy, but listen, just stuff like that, like going out and doing things to set the atmosphere to become inspired. So I I loved that quote from him. Um, And then he also mentioned, and this is really interesting because – yeah, we can say like, go out and do stuff, create things. You know, my husband and I just did a really dumb video, um, parodies in cars getting coffee. Y'all seen comedians in cars getting coffee? Yeah. On our date night, we decided we were going to just do that. (laughs) Um, and it was dumb and we, but we enjoyed it and it was fun and we went out and created something. And, This guy, Tindler Hatfield, he said that when you go out and you do things like that, whether it's something that's really thoughtful and you put a lot of heart into or something that you just do off the whim, like parodies and cars getting coffee, whatever, that having the guts to be yourself is harder than people think. I loved that quote. Having the guts to be yourself is harder than people think. And so that's what happens, I think, is we have these we inspiring thoughts, these little nudges of like, hmm, I would love to go do this or create this or whatever. But then you stop because you think, oh, no, what are people going to think? What are people going to think when I start that blog or I start a YouTube channel or write a book or come out with a T-shirt line or uh, do a little 
parody thing in the car. Get, see what I did there? Parody thing. You know, I mean, like, what are people going to think? So we often stop right there. We have this inspiring thought and we judge it and we don't take action on it. So this whole thing is actually like really simple. This inspiration thing, this taking action thing, it's all super, super simple, but it's really, really difficult because we have to get over ourselves. And that's not a one-time event. That's one thing I really want to drive home, guys. It's not a one-time event getting over yourself because I've gotten over, I was reading my journal the other day from 2014 and I made a list in that journal and it says things I am putting off. Things I am av- things I am avoiding. I actually wrote a list of things I was avoiding because I wanted to name my fears. And you know what number one was? In 2014, number one, start a podcast. That's what I had written down. And you know what? I've, I've beat that. I've overcome it. I don't hesitate hitting publish anymore. But guess what? There's a new hurdle. And there's more things that I have to overcome to fully be myself. And that never ends. We never arrive. So if you're thinking like, oh, I don't have a problem with that. Yes, you do. What are the things right now that you are hesitating on and avoiding in that next level of being yourself and fully stepping into that truth, fully stepping into that truth of who you are? What is that next thing? What is it? So this, I have have a little formula and I'm putting like air parentheses in the air because I literally don't know if this is um, next week I may look at this and be like oh I missed something here or there but uh, through a lot of thought I've kind of come up with this very very basic formula with inspiration uh, for me at least that's setting an atmosphere listening and acting set an atmosphere to be inspired and that takes intention It takes intention. And when you set that atmosphere to become inspired, listen, listen. What comes up for you naturally? Not in your mind, not in that overactive brain, but there's this random thing that kind of pops up and you can see in your mind. And then have the courage to act on that. Why not? Why not? You know, one thing I really love about old people, like really old people, They don't give a rat's you-know-what about what people think. They don't because they realize that life is too short. And I just wish I could grab onto that courage right now as a 30-year-old and really embrace that because it's so hard to overcome for some of us who are younger. But I'm going to break down atmosphere, listen, and act real fast. Um, Setting an atmosphere, when I was in school, I took several classes on learning and behavior in psychology. And honestly, I was very, very bored in those classes. I loved psychology. I loved all the counseling classes. Almost every class I liked except three. I couldn't stand psychopharm. The, the statistics was really rough. And learning and behavior I did not enjoy. Mostly because I don't like talking about rats. I just don't. Like, that's nightmare material. But one thing that I pulled from that class is that we become numb. We become numb to anything. Somebody could be taking a fork and poking it in your back. And that would be really, really annoying. And at first you would have like this response. But after a while, you you get used to it. And it doesn't bother you anymore. And it's like 
part of learning is being stimulated over and over and over again to something and it just becomes ingrained with you. And that's kind of where you, the power of a habit, that book, it's really, really good, but it teaches you like when you can do something repetitively after a while, you don't even think about it anymore. Think about driving, you know, I mean, there's so many things that you do throughout your day that there's no thought into it because it's learned behavior. And until that is interrupted with some stimulus, I mean, it's, you're just kind of thrown off. And I think in our routine in our day-to-day lives. Oh my God, how much do we do this? I mean, in order to be productive and get a lot of things done, you kind of have to operate in that way. You kind of have to operate in this spreadsheet organization, check box, get things done mentality in order to be productive. But that's also the enemy of inspiration because when you are constantly in the same routine over and over and over again, and you And there's never an interjection of something, of a new stimulus, of something that is outside of the box, something that you haven't seen or heard or thought of or, you know, whatever it may be. We become really, really, we become like zombies, literally, like walking, like, like, like there's no, we don't have an atmosphere to become inspired. So, I mean, even listening to the same things and the same people and eating the same food and going the same places, I mean, like. I don't know about you, but sometimes I just get so like, oh, we have to be intentional to interject diversity into our lives. And that's one thing I've been thinking about all week. Like I've got to start doing that thinking, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go sit somewhere with my laptop and work. I'm going to make something completely different for dinner. I'm going to listen to a podcast that's completely different than the normal podcasts I listen to. I mean, even the smallest little things, we have to open ourselves for inspiration to be inspired by things outside of the box. And once we do that, we have to listen. We have to listen. We have to sometimes take those little nudges and ideas that come and take them seriously. I heard someone say uh, from the book Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert. I haven't read it yet. I need to read it. But apparently she said that ideas are their own being and that we have to respect them that we have to respect that they are an entity in and of themselves so when you have this crazy idea I'm not saying act on every single thing like I'm going to dress up like a Snickers bar and stand on the side of the road but respect these little nudges that come to you because if we're constantly combating these ideas and never taking action on them maybe they won't come as often or maybe we'll become immune to them where we don't take them seriously so That goes into the next step, which is action. Atmosphere, setting the atmosphere, listening, respecting that ideas are an entity and that some of them need to be acted on. And the next step is action. And action, it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of really detaching yourself from outcome, detaching yourself from what people may think, detaching yourself from expectation that this has to have some result. Because you know what? Maybe we take action on something and nothing happens. But we don't understand that down the road something else happens because of that action we took. And we don't see the bigger picture. We just have to trust. We just have to trust that if we're faithful, that if we move and do and try and play and experiment and respect this inspiration and creativity when it comes, that there's something else in motion down the road later on that we may not understand that all things work together, you know, all things work together, but that requires us to show up. It requires us to tune in and to listen and to trust and say, you know what? Why not? 
I just don't want to take life so seriously and to place so much weight and pressure on every single action and every single project and every single interaction with someone else that it's a make or break. And I know for really driven, passionate people who really want to, quote, make it, whatever it may be, or make a difference or whatever, that we just like, oh, please, I want this to work out and I want this and maybe this. But it's so hard to detach ourselves from that outcome and just really trust that our calling is not based off of someone else and their approval and their acceptance and this project working out. That there are calling is so much bigger than these small, minute little things that we put so much pressure on. And I love that scripture. I talk about it all the time. It says the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. But that requires us to just trust that there's something bigger than this circumstance, than this idea working out. That we have to return back to that childlike state of just play, you know, setting an atmosphere to play, getting those nudges, listening to that inspiration, acting on it. I would love to hear your thoughts about inspiration, all this stuff that I just threw up out there and said to you, it's something that I'm just really processing through, really fascinated by this topic right now. And I would love to hear from you so you can connect with me on social at Heather Parody. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, leave us an honest review if you get a chance. And I love you. I'm in your corner and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you have not subscribed yet, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And also, if you have a second, leave us a review. Lastly, we have a private Facebook group. If you are looking for a tribe of like-minded leaders who are unconventional in their approach, but dedicated to making an impact, head over to Facebook and type in unconventional leaders, and we will be sure to add you. You guys have a great week.